It's time for the Fantasy Points Podcast, brought to you by FantasyPoints.com. Top-level fantasy football and NFL betting analysis from every perspective and angle, from numbers to the film room, with a single goal to help you score more fantasy points. Bye weeks are here for the 2023 fantasy football season, and that means you're going to be working the waiver wire. Welcome to the waiver wire podcast. My name is Joe Dolan, and I am with Mr. Tom Brawley, as I always am on a Tuesday morning. T bro, week five of the NFL season, four teams are on by. We have the LA Chargers, the Cleveland Browns, the Tampa Bay Bucks, and the Seattle Seahawks all going on by. And while some teams are obviously better for fantasy than others, each of those teams has some fantasy-relevant players you might be looking to replace this week. Uh, we've got some injuries that we need to talk about. I, there's actually a couple injuries on those teams. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so their bye weeks are actually coming at good times. Uh, what's going on this week, T-Bro? It's a, it's a waiver wire here that I think people are going to have to be active on, as they always are, uh, when there are uh, uh, bye weeks. But certainly... Uh, it doesn't look the most robust uh, this week out there. No, it's it's a kind of a tough uh, waiver wire. There were some big injuries, but I, I don't know if we're going to get like too many difference-making players off the waiver wire this week. Um, you know, one big piece of news we'll get to, uh, the, you know, Jamison Williams' suspension got reduced from six to four games. Uh, T. Higgins fractured his ribs, so he could miss a couple of games. Uh, all three of those quarterbacks uh, from Cleveland – Los Angeles and Seattle, they they all got kind of banged up this week, and Deshaun actually missed outright. So uh, you're right; those teams really needed a bye week. Mike Evans on Tampa Bay picked up a hamstring injury, so he'll be on bye. Uh, hopefully, he'll be be able to come back by week six. So um, yeah, bye weeks are coming at the right time for a couple of those teams, and uh, yeah, a couple other injuries we're watching. You know, Matt Stafford picked up a hip hip injury in that game. Seems like he'll be ready to go, but um, yeah, there's. You know, Devontae Adams had a shoulder injury as well, played through it. But, yeah, just a, a number of situations, uh, nothing like season-ending, um, but just stuff we got to monitor in the in the upcoming weeks here. Uh, so we have uh, Justin Herbert on by. We have um, Deshaun Watson on by. Uh, uh, Gino. I don't, Gino's on by. I guess not a whole lot of people were using Baker, but there are some usable quarterbacks who are on by this week, Tom. So we're actually going to start with the quarterback position. Um, uh, on the waiver wire, the a guy who's rostered in just about 50% of leagues we don't have to talk about too much is CJ Stroud. Um, we've obviously discussed him in past weeks, how well he's been playing. But in most competitive leagues, he seems to be rostered, Tom. Uh, if you need somebody this week to fill in for Herbert, though, look, we have – we. The Bears are a go after them defense. I thought Sam Howell played a really scrappy game against the Eagles this past week. Uh, he was sacked five times, but the Bears are not the kind of team that's going to get after the quarterback too much. He's available in about 80% of Yahoo leagues. Tom, Sam Howell is, is uh, shaping up to be a top 15 quarterback option this week. Yes, he is. I, I mean, we kind of coined him. Uh, Graham came up with it uh, on the Market Report podcast, but uh, Sam Howell, maybe he's Baker Mayfield light or plus, depending on how you look at it. Um, yeah. He's He ran a little bit more this week. That was always in his arsenal at North Carolina his last season there. Uh, he, he ran for a ton of yards, so uh, he ran a little bit this this past week in an overtime, overtime game. A uh, bit of a tough spot for Washington. They, you know, they play the overtime game against a very physical Eagles team. Uh, have to play on Thursday night. So 
but yeah, he's he had that one clunker in week three. It looked terrible. The four interceptions against the Bills. Um, you know, his epitaph was being written. Uh, the you know, commanders were major underdogs in that Eagles game because of that performance the week before. Uh, and they actually led for a good chunk of that game, had a chance to win it. Uh, Ron Rivera decided not to go for two for some reason at the end of that game and uh, ended up losing in overtime. But I think for the most part, uh, fans in Washington are probably happy about their quarterback situation a little bit, little bit more than uh, some other you know uh, teams right now. Maybe the team that's up the road there in, in New York there uh, after watching Daniel Jones and his $160 million uh, contract uh, last night. But yeah, Hal this week against the Bears. And, you know, he's got some pretty beatable spots in the future here as well. Uh, Atlanta, the Giants, and then he goes up against the Eagles again. So uh, I think he could be viable, uh, especially if you're in a QP, Q, two QB league uh, or like a super flex league. He should be owned yeah. by now. But um, if you need to stream him here for this next week, and uh, yeah, he's he's very viable against the Bears. Uh, Josh Dobbs for the Cardinals. He's going up against the Bengals this week. I don't really view it as a terribly uh, restrictive matchup. The Bengals are god awful. Uh, the, the the problem is he might not need to throw a whole lot to keep up with the Bengals because the Bengals can't play offense right now. So I guess Josh Dobbs might be next on the waiver wire in terms of of, of appeal, but uh, not too sure about that one, Tom. Uh, yeah, I I like Dobbs. I mean, he's playing really well. I'm I'm. Uh, it was a disaster the first week of the season, but that was like explainable. I mean, it comes in just a, you know, a little less than two weeks before then uh, really struggles in that game. But since then uh, he's been moving around a little bit, uh, you know, adding a little extra with his rushing ability. He's developed a bit of a, a chemistry here with Marquise Brown. Uh, the last couple of weeks, Michael Wilson, who we'll touch on a little bit later uh, has been emerging as a rookie receiver over the last couple of weeks. So, and it doesn't sound like Kyler Murray is anywhere. I mean, they've been very vague about the whole situation. It doesn't sound like he's on the precipice of uh, returning here this week. He's eligible. Um, he's on the PUP list. Had to miss at least the first four games. So uh, we'll see if he returns to practice. But all indications are from the Cardinals that uh, that is not coming anytime soon. So Dobbs is a guy that you can pick up here. Maybe you know, three straight games with 17 fantasy points and uh, if you're a Watson owner, a Herbert owner, Geno Smith owner, uh, if you can just get, you know, 17 fantasy points, I think you'd sign up for that right now. So, um, I guess the one concern, my one concern would be that, uh, you know, the Bengals offense is just so bad right now that it might not be a higher scoring game, but, uh, we've seen Cardinals games, you know, they've, they've turned into some shootouts here and, uh, we saw them play you know it was a they didn't cover against the 49ers but they were moving the ball on them a very good defense they beat the Cowboys outright one of the best defenses in the league so uh, the the degree of difficulty uh that Dobbs has faced the last couple of weeks is up there at the top of the league so uh, I've been very impressed I, I think he's a, a guy if you can't get Sam Howell this week uh, I'll be looking yeah. towards him um, uh, some, some on the lower end, Tom, and again, we're not going to talk about everybody, uh, on out there, but, um, I think, uh, oh, we were talking about the bears being a go after him defense. Oh no. Dare we, are we, are we doing it? Dare we pick up Zach Wilson and start him against the Broncos this week after he played pretty freaking well, uh, on, on Sunday night football against the chiefs. I mean, Justin Fields was 
dead through three weeks. And then he, he goes out and throws for 335 yards and four touchdowns against this Broncos defense. So yeah, I think, I think we have to consider it. Uh, the offense for the jets finally found a little bit of rhythm. They, he was spreading the ball around, uh, got Garrett Wilson going a little bit, Tyler Conklin, Alan Lazard, uh, just, it, it, it looked like a performance that we hadn't seen, you know, if I was putting money on it, I'm going to guess that Wilson's going to revert back to his old form at some point, but maybe he's, you know, feeling a little bit better about himself. And uh, this is certainly a spot that, uh, you know, a lot of quarterbacks have succeeded in so far this season. So it takes some balls to do this, but, uh, you know, you might be in a spot where you don't have many options and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Zach Wilson's only 4% owned, so he's widely available. I would prefer Dobbs. I would go Dobbs first. I yeah, I think his body of work has been uh, far more impressive through uh, four weeks of the season. But if uh, I miss out on Dobbs, this, you know, we're not we're not blowing a lot of fab or waiver position here. So you might not even put a waiver claim in and you're just looking to pick this guy up tomorrow after waivers run through. So if somebody would beat you to the punch on Dobbs, I think Wilson is, you know, a backup plan. Let's go to the running back spot, Tom. And the top guy we have on the waiver wire this week, and we're not really sure what his role is going to be um, because there are some questions on Javante Williams availability with a hip flexor, um, which, which our Dr. Edwin Porras has described as kind of a groin strain, like where, where it depends on just how you describe it. Um, he might play this week. He might not play this week. Nonetheless, there is a young man in that backfield. He's a rookie out of Youngstown State. Jaleel McLaughlin, who's got some burst to him, um, clearly has more explosiveness than Samaj P. Ryan, and certainly more than uh, this version of Javante Williams, who's still working his way back from the serious knee injury he had last week. I've liked what I've seen from McLaughlin. This is a guy who Broncos beat writers were saying back in, in August was making plays and impressing in training camp. The Broncos would not subject him to the waiver wire, so they kept him on the active roster. He is rostered in just 2% of the Yahoo leagues, and he is going to be one of the most picked-up players in all of fantasy football this week. Um, could he be Sean Payton's new Darren Sproles? <laughs> well, we'll see. It might be a little early for that, but, I mean, he's kind of built like him. He's uh, you know smaller frame, 5'7", 187 pounds. So that immediately... Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if he's going to be a 15 to 20 carry kind of guy, uh, but he's certainly explosive. They should, you know, try to, you know, orchestrate some targets and some touches for him moving forward. I thought it was kind of interesting in that game. He, uh, Piran kind of stayed in a, a, his role as kind of like the passing back. He certainly took on, you know, a couple extra carries, but uh, McLaughlin, well, they were kind of using him as like an early down type of back. We'll see if that plan changes a little bit with uh, if Javante is indeed rolled out. We'll we'll see about him. Uh, you know, this could be a tough situation. I I, I honestly think we might be seeing that <laughs> this might develop into a three way backfield moving forward, which would be Sean an Payton's, absolute. Uh... Yeah, he's been known to do these type of things, and we're we're seeing it with his receivers right now. We got Brandon Johnson playing ahead of Marvin Mims, and um, you know he, he loves to do committees at all his positions. So. Uh, but McLaughlin is a guy here, uh, brought some juice. He scored two touchdowns the last couple of weeks. Um, certainly has caught his eye. And, you know, if, if Javante is indeed out, uh, we're, we're getting pinched by some bye weeks. So he, he might be a, a low end RB two this week. I, I would prefer playing P Ryan if, uh, I had the option, uh, just cause he does get the passing game work. I think he would be 
Uh, if they're on top of the goal line, I think he would get the carries. Uh, he's 52% owned, so he's probably owned in most uh, uh, 12 team leagues, but he might be out there in uh, some 10 team leagues. But uh, McLaughlin is certainly a guy who's starting to emerge here a little bit and has caught the eye of uh, Sean Payton so far this season. Um, moving down the board just a little bit, uh, T bro, somebody who he's actually rostered in way more leagues than I, I know this is, that shocked me when I, I put him into the report. I was like, uh, he's rostered in 17% of Yahoo leagues, despite never playing. He doesn't have a carry. He doesn't have an active game and he's Keaton, undrafted too. It's not like he's a prospect either. <laughs> yeah. Keaton Mitchell, uh, from the Baltimore Ravens. I just think people view, view the Ravens as a team that can run the ball and, I'm not really sure how true that's been the last couple of years, mostly because every running back they put out there gets injured or they bring in somebody who's who's uh, a, a complete scrub. They probably should have just kept Latavius Murray, quite frankly, who is ageless. Um, <laughs> but the Ravens, Tom Keaton Mitchell, he's rostered in 17 percent of leagues, uh, which is stunning to me. Uh, but it, at some point. He's going to be activated here. He opened the year on IR with a shoulder injury. Um, and the Ravens are maybe groping for something at, at at the running back position. So a lot of fantasy managers are as well. So maybe Keaton Mitchell's out there for you. Yeah, this is one where we're just stashed. And as we said, this waiver wire is kind of thin, at, especially at the running back position. So this is a week to probably look for more for stashes. And uh, Mitchell could be that guy. Uh, John Harbaugh said this week that, you know, he was kind of vague about it. You know, he didn't, he, he could return to practice, but uh, you know, he's, He's served his time on IR. He's put his four games in on there. Uh, so he's open to start practicing. We'll see on Wednesday. Uh, we'll get the full uh, scope if he's able to play. I would not, uh, you know, he's a, you know undrafted player. They have a couple veterans in front of him. It, I don't see him coming out and uh, instantly like leading this backfield, but it could be one of those where he slowly grows a role. And uh, by the time we look up in like week eight, um, you know, he's kind of taken the Justice Hill position because I think Gus Edwards is probably going to stick as their power back early down runner. But Justice Hill has been getting a lot of snaps and more in the passing situations. And uh, so maybe he can usurp him there. Uh, it, you know, maybe we get him into RB2 range. This is another smaller back. Um, I think I believe he was under under 180 pounds, but he can absolutely fly. He finished, uh, you know, with the third fastest time at the combine at the running back position. By behind these guys, you might have, may have heard of Devon A. Chan and Jameer Gibbs. So pretty good company for uh, Keaton Mitchell there. So he can absolutely fly. Uh, this backfield does need some explosive explosiveness uh, with J.K. Dobbins out of the mix. So maybe Mitchell can find a role here in the next couple of weeks. Chuba Hubbard's rostered in 25% of, of Yahoo leagues. This Panther offense just does not look good at all. Um, and Chuba Hubbard is not really a player I've I've been high on in the past. Yeah. But if you need some check downs, uh, Miles Sanders really hasn't been able to get going. Sanders has been dealing with a groin injury. Um, he's never been shy about joining the injury report, Tom. So uh, yeah, maybe Chuba Hubbard's out there. Yeah, if we we if we see Sanders on the injury report again this week, maybe that you know bumps up Chuba a little bit, and uh, game kind of worked into his hands a little bit, and he led the backfield in snaps, and um, you know this is this is going to be a bad team. They they have worked Sanders into the passing game, but uh, Hubbard kind of works. Yeah, I mean, they're kind of just like splitting all the work, like kind of right down the middle of you know the carries, and 
um, especially when Sanders has been banged up here. So if we're really desperate for some for some help this week and just looking for a back who might get some touches, uh, maybe Hubbard's your guy. And you know, I don't I don't think they're gonna have much success. This Lions run defense has played really well this, you know, since the back half of last year and through the early part of this season. So maybe they are forced to throw it a little bit more and maybe Hubbard can get you three or four catches in the passing game. Uh, let's move to the wide receiver position where we got some good NFL suspension news. Well, yeah, I, I, I can't. That happens. Yeah, that's an envelope. like, whoa. I mean, usually it's like, yeah, the, you know, suspended for the year or, you know, the sp- suspension's been extended. Yeah, we got a reduced suspension. That was some friendly news last Friday. Yeah, so, so a lot of folks were complaining when Jamison Williams was suspended that six games for placing a bet on a non NFL game seemed a little bit aggressive. Um, and I think the suspension was almost entirely because Tom, he made the bet at a team facility, which hey, look, I get it. Like you cannot compromise the integrity of the game. And I, people are always complaining. Oh, you know, the NFL's in. Yeah. But the, the, you can't, if you're a bartender, you can't drink on the job. Like, you know, there's, there's, some of these, I mean, some do. Uh, with, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I've been to some bars where here. Oh, you know, for sure. Um, <laughs> you, you know, like there's just certain things you can't do. And get, betting is one of them in the NFL, okay? I don't play in the NFL. If I did, I wouldn't be doing this podcast right now. Um, uh, I certainly wouldn't need the money, at least. Uh, <laughs> but Jamison Williams, I the NFL tended to agree. Okay, he bet on a college game or something at the facility. Okay, we're going to reduce the suspension to four games. I think uh, the Titans, uh, Petit Frere, the uh, offensive lineman, also had his suspension reduced, which is good news for the Titans, Tom, because their offensive line blows. Uh, Jamison Williams is actually available in 70% of Yahoo leagues. I think people were just like, you can't put him on IR, so it's like I can't have this hole for a guy who has one career catch on my – for a touchdown, by the way – for my – I just can't have this guy on my shallow bench all of a sudden – um, a lot of waiver claims are going to go out, and we have heard, we have been told, that he was uncoverable in practice this summer. The Lions are obviously a good offense, but their number two target has really been Sam Laporta. They, there is a room here for a deep threat to take the top off the defense and Amon Ross, St. Brown, and Laporta work underneath. I think Jamison Williams' ceiling is probably as a wide receiver three. Um but a wide receiver three who kind of like Gabe Davis has the ability to blow up in a week. And maybe one week he gets you six and the next week he gets you 16. That might be him. Um, but Jamison Williams should be rostered in virtually every league uh, after after hearing about his suspension being reduced. Yeah, and there was a lot of hype uh, around the, the, the 2022 draft that he was the best wide receiver prospect and he just he suffered an ACL injury in the, the national championship game and uh, Lions still selected him early in the draft. I think it was 12th overall or whatever, wherever it was. It was pretty, pretty damn high still, even with the guy that they knew was probably going to mi- have to miss most of the last season. And uh, they did kind of redshirt him, uh, played just 78 snaps. They, you know, brought him along real slow, uh, you know, with an eye to the future here. And they were, you know, the hype was building this, you know, up in uh, right after the season in uh, February, March and April. And then, the suspension news came down right before the draft, and um, <clears throat> the, yeah, the the hype slowed down quite a bit. And uh, his draft, you know, his draft position fell by multiple rounds, and he was going after a hundred picks then. But uh, now that the, the suspension's been reduced, maybe we—I I do think it's going to be slow here. I mean, this is a guy that's 
essentially a rookie still and might yeah. take a couple of games. He's been away from the team facility. Um, I think the Lions have had some issues with him. It isn't just this uh, the gambling suspension. Uh, he also had a hamstring in, issues in training camp. So uh, hopefully that's uh, all taken care of and he's been training on the side and getting that all right. But, um, you know, certainly in a few weeks, uh, we, we've seen Josh Reynolds really excel kind of as the vertical threat in this offense uh, through the first four weeks of the season. He's had 60 yards and six targets in three of his first four games. So yeah. uh, this role is valuable. And to be completely honest, Jared Goff is playing like one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now, as crazy as it is to say. Uh, he's been a top 10 quarterback. Uh, Amon Raw has been the guy. Uh, Sam Laporter has been one of the best tight ends, but uh, there's certainly a fit for him here and uh, get him out in that turf in at the in Detroit there. Um, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna they're gonna give him chances to really open it up and uh, make some plays down the field. So this is one of the best offenses of the league and we want pieces like this that uh, have huge potential. And uh, yeah, Jamison Williams, um, if he's somehow available in your leagues, he's not available in any of my leagues. I, I took a look last Friday and yeah. uh, he was all he was taken, but uh, in some of these smaller 10 team leagues, he is probably certainly available. Uh, going a little bit deeper, actually a lot of bit deeper, somebody who's virtually available in every single league. He was a guy who was an auto pick for me in round 18 uh, of underdog best ball drafts this off season. Um, Looks to be working out pretty good so far. That's Michael Wilson of the Arizona Cardinals. My whole rationale was they're going to be playing from behind a lot, and they have no size on the outside. They're a better team than I thought. But Josh Dobbs has also been a better quarterback than I thought he'd be. I Remember, at the time I was drafting Michael Wilson, we presumed Colt McCoy was going to be the quarterback. But the some of the rationale has worked out. He's he's a talented guy who blew up the senior bowl, um, has some size on the outside, can score touchdowns. As we saw, he had a great sliding catch uh, this past weekend against the 49ers. Michael Wilson, available in virtually every league. You can pick him up, and I think he's a great number five wide receiver to have on your bench for these bye weeks because he just does something that other Cardinal receivers do not. Yeah, and he's you know ascending here. Uh, he's improved in each of his first four games and really had his breakout performance last week with the two touchdowns, seven catches overall. So uh, this is a guy that's getting earning earning more work as the week goes as the weeks go by. Uh, you know, just looking at uh, fantasy points data here. Um, you know, he's leading the team in yards per route run so far, 2.49 yards, uh, well ahead of Marquise Brown, who's playing exceptionally well. As, so they're, they're going to get him more chances on the field. Uh, he's taken advantage of, of his looks here, and he's grown with Josh Dobbs. This is a, uh, you know, Josh Dobbs doesn't have a lot of chemistry with a lot of these receivers, and uh, he's certainly starting to pick up some with Michael Wilson. So, um, yeah, and there's also the possibility. I mean, the Cardinals have been, I mean, they've been more competitive than we thought, uh, but they're also signaling that they're tanking uh, since the summer. So, um, there, you know, there's a possibility. We, we had the reports last week that the Panthers are shopping around for wide receiver help. Uh, you know, they have Marquise Brown who they could move. They have Zach Ertz who they can move. So there's the possibility that this receiving core gets thinned out even more in the upcoming weeks. And then all of a sudden, maybe... Uh, Michael Wilson is the number one receiver for a guy like Josh Dobbs, who's shown he's at least capable of getting his receivers the ball or potentially in the second half of the season for Kyler Murray, who 
um, has had some very relevant performances, maybe not as good uh, in real life, but uh, so yeah, Michael Wilson's a guy who could be a second half difference maker, 98% available. So um, maybe he's not a guy that you're looking to play right away, or uh, you know, if the buys start hitting you pretty hard, uh, I still think he's a guy that you could plug in and uh, could give you eight to 10 fantasy points in the meantime. All right, so tight end is dog dirt. Hold, uh, let's on uh, hit one more here. Wandale okay, Robinson. Oh yes, 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 yes. Good, good call, Tom. He was. Uh, I mean, when I saw Wandale Robinson out there, um, he was moving at just a different speed than any other giant. Um, yeah. And I, I mean, their offense is completely broken, and the only way they can create a big play right now is a short pass that goes a long way. <laughs> yes. Uh, and we've seen throughout uh, Daniel Jones's career, he's he's loved to target these slot receivers. I mean, anytime Sterling Shepard's healthy, uh, he would love to target him in the slot. Um, so, yeah, this, this offense is completely broken. Uh, 10 sacks for Daniel Jones, 11 overall last night. Uh, we saw them, you know, the Cowboys absolutely wrecked them in week one. Um, they have you know, if Andrew Thomas is going to miss more, t- like they have to scheme up stuff that's short a dot, uh, get the ball out quick. Uh, yeah, this is just a broken offense. So um, it might not be pretty, but PPR formats, Wandale Robinson could be good for like four to six catches a week. It might only go for 45 yards, but uh, yeah, he's a guy that probably should be owned at this point. And uh, we'll see this. It's frustrating overall with this Giants offense. They are rotating a lot of guys, but uh, maybe at some point they decide to thin it out and let's give our second year you know, receiver that we drafted in the second round a bigger role here because we need to develop some players. Uh, we just gave Daniel Jones a four-year contract. We need to yeah. develop some you know, chemistry with some guys that might be here for the long run. So Wandale Robinson is definitely a guy who's ascending here and very PPR relevant. Uh, so oh, well, uh, again, we should also talk about Tyler Boyd. I forgot about him. Oh yeah. Good point. Good point. Complete, complete, complete. Yeah. Uh, these rec- yeah. These receivers, there's a few more receivers out here. Yeah. Irv Smith has been banged up and now, uh, uh T Higgins also fractured his ribs. So we'll see how long he's out, but, uh, you know, friendly matchup against the Cardinals this week. If, if it's only one week, um, uh, yeah, he's a, a guy that you probably could pick up and, uh, fill in here. He's 38% owned. So it's, you know, more, you know, 10 team legs. So, um, but you know, th- th- this is kind of a broken offense. Uh, they're not really generating much downfield. So maybe Tyler Boyd, uh, another one of these guys like Wandale Robinson, who could maybe get you four to six catches and, you know, 40 to 50 to 60 yards. Um, and maybe a little bit of touchdown upside if the, the Bengals can ever sniff the red zone. <laughs> All right. Uh, there was one tight end who I wanted to highlight. I mean, Zach Ertz, I think everybody knows what Zach Ertz is at this point. Yeah. The, the Cardinals, he can get you five catches for 27 yards, which is at, at tight end. Pretty good uh, these days. Um, he might actually start getting dropped this week because they're on by. Donald Parham might have broken his wrist. Um, obviously, the Chargers already lost Mike Williams. Gerald Everett available in about two thirds of Yahoo League's Probably should be rostered, Tom, at at a tight end position that's just been uh, apocalyptically bad this off this season. Yeah, he was a guy that uh, generated some hype this this summer, and it really hasn't panned out through the first four four weeks of the season. Uh, it's been a you know he's been splitting the work with Donald Parham, but uh, Parham uh, with the wrist injury here going to miss some time. So maybe ever you know I don't I don't know if Everett's going to be out there every play, kind of like Keenan Allen, but. You know, just a, even a, you know, if we see 
10 more routes a game. Uh, that gives them a chance to get, you know, maybe two or three extra targets. So uh, just uh, if Parham's going to miss, a, you know, some some time here, uh, Everett should see an increase in targets and uh, the, the, the state of the tight end position. Uh, an extra target or two, an extra catch a game or two uh, can go a goes long a way. Goes a long way. Yep, goes yep, a long yep. way at that position. So maybe he can... Maybe he can give us, uh, you know, four catches for thirty-five to forty yards, and that would be pretty uh, exceptional right now at the position. That is the waiver wire podcast here at FantasyPoints.com. Go check out the article at FantasyPoints.com. Use, use code Gurific twenty-five, which is in the show notes, uh, to get twenty-five percent off. And make sure you check out the Fantasy Points Data Tool, which is free this week. Everybody can access it. No, you don't even have to sign up for the trial this week to access it. The entire tool is free, um, and, and I think people are going to love it. So go check out Fantasy Points Data. Go check out the waiver wire article, which Tom we we. Uh, I found out last week over 90 players listed in oh, the waiver hey, wire article. Uh, let's see. Ooh, let, let me check it out this week. Let's see how many players are listed this week. Let's say do, do, do. Uh, oh, yep, yep. We got about 90 listed this week. And that includes kickers and defenses, too. So uh, we we love uh, we love going deep on the waiver wire at fantasypoints.com. And oh, in a week where there's not a there's not a fab blower out there, with no. the exception of Jamison Williams. Yeah, I, that it's a pretty light week. So sometimes these weeks are more important here to yeah. to really go deep and to find these guys that might be gems that could develop into players here that we're looking off the yeah. that we we would be looking for off the waiver wire in a couple of weeks. So uh, you know, good week to maybe do some rotating. You know, drop a couple of you know those Antonio Gibsons or you know whoever's been dead weight on your roster or so Sky far. Moore, sorry, John. Sky Moore. Yeah, sorry, Sky Moore, but. Uh, yeah, this is the time that, you know, we got a sample size of four games. That's why we're also giving away the fantasy points data. It's a, you know, we we have a nice sample size at this point. Uh, so this is the time to maybe start to uh, trim the bottom of your roster and picking up a couple of these stashes and hoping for some big things, uh, in a couple of weeks. Tom, it's been a, it's been a joy being with you here on the waiver wire podcast. Go check out the what fantasy points website, Gurific 25. I love everybody who has commented on the data suite um and I, I know it's helping a lot of people for tom i'm joe thanks for joining us for this edition of the waiver wire podcast we'll catch you all later this week for the point spread for fantasy points premium subscribers thanks for tuning in to this edition of the fantasy points podcast Remember to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite platform. And come join the roster at FantasyPoints.com.